It was a rough Christmas in a rough town. Back in the early 1960s, Fort Worth was still the Wild West. There was no shortage of honky-tonks. The city was a haven for hustlers who had mastered the art of living outside the law. Gangsters controlled the bookie joints, the brothels, and most of the night spots. In the midst of all this, I was struggling to get my career off the ground. Actually, career is too fancy a word. I was just a broke-ass picker looking to make a living making music. Running every which way, haunting the beer joints that hid in the shadows of the stockyards, soliciting the club owners who ran the buckets of blood out on Jacksboro Highway, I was getting nowhere fast. I did manage to get a gig DJing on KCNC, but that didn't last. Neither did my half-baked attempts to peddle Kirby vacuum cleaners and Encyclopedia Americanas. Proud to say I was no good at convincing people, especially hard-working people, to buy stuff they didn't need. What I needed was a break. And a break meant a hit song. I didn't care if I sang it or someone else did. If I found a band leader who liked what I'd written, I'd sell my tune for the price of dinner. That's how desperate I was. Yet in the midst of my desperation, I also saw that others were more desperate than me which is where this story begins. A week before Christmas, I was determined to get into the holiday spirit. It wasn't easy, because my wife was singing the blues about bills we couldn't pay. We were living in a cramped two-room apartment with our three little ones. Most nights I was gone, looking for places to play my music. And by the time I got home, the kids were up and my wife was off to her waitress job. Now, on this particular morning, two days before Christmas, my mother-in-law was good enough to watch the children while I drove downtown for some last-minute shopping. But, as luck would have it, my beat-up Ford Fairlane wouldn't start, the battery dead as a doornail. So I caught the bus. I was freezing. The heater on the bus was busted, and my plaid wool jacket, which had seen better days, couldn't keep me warm. But what the hell? I was happy, because last night I'd found a bar room. Big Bill's on Main Street near the slaughterhouses, where I could sing some of my songs. Folks liked what they heard, and I wound up with $25 worth of tips in my pocket, a minor miracle. It was just the sort of encouragement that I needed to keep going. So today, I wasn't bothered by the gray sky. Last night's tips told me that beyond the gray, the sun was shining. Besides, cold can be exhilarating. Best of all, snow was in the forecast, meaning that my kids might get to enjoy their first white Christmas. I got off at Houston Street in the middle of downtown. The sidewalks were crowded with shoppers, men in fedoras and long overcoats, women in furs, kids bundled up with scarves and mittens. The store windows were decorated with wreaths and poinsettias. I could see my breath in the frosty air. Already a few flakes had begun to fall. Everyone's expectations were high. Everyone's heart was full. A beautiful Christmas was just around the corner. A Christmas when, at least for a day, we could forget our troubles and enjoy simple fellowship with family and friends. Up ahead was Leonard's, the mammoth department store that took up six city blocks. The establishment that advertised, one-stop shopping with more merchandise for less money. During the holidays, Leonard's was also famous for installing a Santa Claus monorail and an elaborate Toyland department. When it came to Christmas cheer, Leonard's was the spot. 
But then, all of a sudden, a few steps down from the store's main entrance, I saw someone who stopped me in my tracks. The man, whose legs had been amputated above his knees, supporting himself on a large wooden board resting on four wheels. The board held not only the man, but an array of neatly arranged products that he was selling. Wrapping paper, pencils, and ribbons. In addition to the traditional Christmas colors of green and red, his merchandise also came in blue, orange, purple, and yellow. He easily moved around the board, supporting himself with his long, strong arms. Pretty paper, he sang out in a strong and emotional voice. Pretty ribbons of blue, wrap your presents to your darlings from you. Pretty pencils to write I love you. <laughs>